Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Tyler Wilson. And I'm Josh Wisner. And we're bringing the Honest Dad podcast back to you again, down from the podcast room. Tonight, we got with us Michael Sandman, Division I baseball pitcher at Ball State, new head coach for baseball at New Albany High School. I'm Tyler Wilson. That's Josh Wisner. Mike, introduce yourself. Glad to be here, guys. Looking forward to a fun night. We've also got a local legend with us, Randy Wisner. He's shaking his head. He's shaking his head. As always. I don't think he wants it's to a say fact. much. <laughs> it's a fact, Jack. Uh, we got a lot of stuff for you tonight. Um, I got a hold of some people for our local spotlight that their business uh, was caught in a fire last year. And that is Bummies. They just opened up. Again, uh, November of last year at the uh, the old dance down there by Whitesfield. Um, Tim and Kristen Mallerby are the owners. Uh, they bought Bummies originally in November of 2014. Um, the fire happened in February of 22, so they went nine months without Bummies. And for those of you that don't know Bummies, like they're known for their famous like burgers. Like their burgers are amazing, right. and they do like a burger of the week all the time and. Uh, but that being said, right now they don't have burgers because they're just doing like a, they bought Dan's and they got like the pizzas and subs and salads and they're carry on only until they're working on the dining room right now. I just got done talking to Kristen on the phone the other day. Um, they're hoping to have it open in the next 60 days, but once they open up the dining room, it's full blown back to Bummy's menu. Go, go get you another burger. I know people's been missing it. I know I have. So I love their burgers. Um. So yeah, they, they reopened nine months ago, or they had the fire nine months ago, and then they reopened in November. Um, their their goal is to recreate exactly what they had going at Bummies, which, for those of you who know, is great food. Uh, she described to me, um, this was the, the reason that they decided to do Bummies. Um, it was always a dream of Tim's. Um, and they succeed because Tim has an un- unrelenting will to put out a great product, which it's true. It's a great product. I, I've never been to Bummies and didn't like what I had. I know you've been to Bummies plenty, right, Mike? Just once. I was actually standing around a fire, and we ordered a bunch of burgers, and it was phenomenal. <laughs> you, have you had Bummies before? No. Wow. I, I missed out. I think Dad used to frequent that <laughs> that establishment. <laughs> <laughs> That smile, the smile tells it all. Yeah, um, so once they, I told her, I said, once they open that dining room back up, they got the full menu, we'll go down and yeah. take the family down. And, With the Jeep. Yep. Yeah. The family, you, you and me. Oh, just me and you? Yeah. Yeah, we, we got to make sure that it's up to par for the family, which right. <laughs> gives us an excuse to go back. So, yeah, we'll go down there and try that. Um, so she was also telling me, like, her big drive for her is she just loves people. And... You know, I asked them, like, is, like, what was their big reason for wanting to do that? Outside of, you know, you're obviously you want to support your family and this and that. And uh, they said that's just where their heart is. So, shout out to Bummies. That's that's your local spotlight for this, this week. I know it was short and sweet. But uh, go down and try them right trying now. a burger. Go down and try them. I think they have pizza, <coughs> salads, and subs right now. And she, 
she's made it sound like she wants to be open by the time that the like fire happened, like kind of like a rebirth, if you will. Nice. Um, but they don't know if they're going to hit that or not. So hopefully they do, because I'd love to get in there earlier than expected. But be patient if not, and uh, go support these guys. They're good people. They've always they've helped with us in the steak dinner in years past. Um, anytime I've ever asked them to donate to anything, they've always been more than happy to help out. So they're good people. They fit the mold of our good people, good business for this local spotlight. Go help them out. That being said, uh, this week, that's number, that's number <laughs> that, one, that Kyle. <laughs> that's number one, Kyle. Kyle called me. He's like, how many times do you say with that being said? <laughs> I said, get your damn pitch counter out, Kyle. We're going to have fun this week. And with that being said, <laughs> this week, uh, we are going to talk about, with our list, our top five NFL players because it is wild card weekend. Um, already been some really good games like I didn't think the Dolphins were going to come within two touchdowns of the Bills, and they took them down to the wire. I didn't, you know, everybody counted the Jags out last night. Oh, that was amazing. Amazing. Man. Killed me. I felt like I, I'm kind of torn because I like seeing Trevor Lawrence do well to a point, but I at the same time, like when he's doing bad, I'm like, it kind of shuts up the people that say he's so great. <clears throat> I'd like to see somebody rip his hair out. That's I le- can't it's legal. It's oh, part yeah. of his uniform. I didn't care who won. I just wanted another Justin Herbert touchdown pass. <laughs> so I watched the whole game. And I was disappointed. So uh, <laughs> so with that being said. <laughs> I'm keeping a tally. Well, Kyle's going to have the pitch counter out when he's listening to it at work tomorrow. That can't be worse than the first uh, hog roast when Luke Radiball counted my ums when I was speaking. <laughs> he said it was over 200 in like 10 minutes. That's, that's, that's rookie numbers. we got to pump yeah. them up. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, wild card weekend's been wild so far. Um, the betting is like I, – I won a bunch of money the first week, of the first like couple days of the betting being live in Ohio. Cashed that out, and I'm still playing on house money. It's so addicting. Yeah. Yeah, you're on a bit of a, a yeah, roll. I, well, I was so addicted. You, like last you night, you lost money to me. Last last <laughs> night, me and Josh were they were playing left, right, center at Bolton's house, and I think Zach was about to roll, and I was like, "I bet you a dollar he rolls a star." Son of a bitch, <laughs> didn't roll a star. They were like, "We get like three people down." I'm like, I bet you they roll a left. We went back and forth with the with the dollars there for a there while, was, but yeah. I ended up cleaning you yeah, out. He cleaned me out all four dollars <laughs> I had. Son of a gun. Um, so, with that being said, I should probably stop. It's going to drive me nuts. You're going to lose listeners. You're going to lose it. <laughs> We're going to jump right into our top five NFL players. Um, I got some honorable mentions as well, but my number five is J.J. Watt. This guy just retired. Hell of a career. That Watt family. What, the, what are they feeding them, boys? Good Look, genes. They're all studs. Good genes. All studs. Maybe not Derek. He's an NFL player. <laughs> Come on now. All right, who you got, Mike? My number five is Aaron Rodgers. Hey, Rod. I just, I, I being a baseball guy, I just love watching people throw and the way he just kind of flings it. You know, he'll throw like a dart falling backwards. You know, he's always got a chance. Right. I also kind of like that he's kind of a weirdo. Mm-hmm. Like, I I am consumed with baseball and seeing how someone that plays in the NFL just can go out and 
have so many other interests, I think that's pretty awesome. I love his interviews on the McAfee show. Yeah. They're great. But who you got for number five, Josh? Devin Hester. Ooh. That dude was an electric. He was, yes. He was. He was a stud. Didn't he take like the opening kickoff back in the Super Bowl? The one time the one time they got to play? I wanna say he did. Sounds right. Don't fact check us. Kyle, fact check Kyle. while you're Counting all the times I said that phrase that you talked about. All right, Randy, you got a, you got a five. Bernie Kozar. Bernie Kozar, guy just got fired for talking about <laughs> sports betting, and he he placed a bet. No longer employed. Classic. Classic Bernie. If he's not drinking, he's betting, baby. He's like the Pete Rose of football. Drinking and betting, I like it. Oh man. All right, my number four is AJ Green. Um, pretty sure he holds any important records in Bengals history for yardage and touchdowns and all that from a wide receiver standpoint. So I loved watching him, and as much as I can't stand Andy Dalton, sometimes they they had some good years there for a while. So who you got for a four, Mike? My number four is also Bengal um, ah, Carson baby. Carson Palmer. I hate that son I, of a bitch. I just <laughs> liked Carson Palmer because so when I was a kid, I was actually a Bengals fan. And seeing Carson Palmer bring him back from being terrible in the 90s was pretty awesome. <laughs> then I had to switch. So me and my cousin used to play Madden, and he was older, so he got to be the Bengals all the time. So I became the Browns, and that's how I started liking the Browns. Then you went to a Bengals game this year. And I went to a Bengals game this year. Awesome time. Do you think that we could uh, get a guest in here real quick to substitute? He's kind of people like that on this list. I think we might have made a bad choice. <laughs> I hate that guy. He had so much, so many bad things to say about the Bengals, and he quit. And he quit on him. He too. did quit. He did quit. But I got nothing good to say. The I, mean, good, I was the, glad they brought him back. When they were good, they were good with him. So until Kimo Van Wolf and took yeah. his knee out. Ugh. Still never forget that. All right, Skinny. My number four, Troy Polamalu. Oh, that one had he to hurt. He was just. I hated, you know. Having to play against him, that had to hurt to put that on your but, list, though. But he's he's just an. It was fun. I, my favorite play ever made was the uh, when he jumped across the line to sack. I can't remember who he sacked, but yeah. he jumped across the line Insane. to sack the quarterback. Like, Insane. He, I've never seen a better timing of a play. Phenomenal commercials too. Oh, head and shoulders. <laughs> head and shoulders. Yep. Outstanding. He's got a great head of hair. This one's for mom. Would they call him the flying Hawaiian or something like that? I think that was Shane Victorino. He was something Hawaiian, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I think maybe they both were different sports. <laughs> we got two flying Hawaiians. Carson Palmer's college teammate. Right. Fun fact. Fun fact. Carson Palmer can suck it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie, that would hurt. All right, Randy. You know, Who's your I'm number not, four? I'm not, a, I'm not a Bengals fan, but Kenny Anderson. Kenny Anderson. Belongs in the Hall of Fame. He's been on the brink of it for years. Yep. Unless he he didn't get in, did he? Right? I don't think. I think he's been on the brink of it. So I, mean, I hope I'm wrong. I hope he's in, but I'm pretty sure he's been on the short end of the stick for a few years now. So going into number three, Andrew Whitworth, longtime Bengal left tackle. And I mean, Ted Atwell used to get into it all the time. Um, because we'd argue over who was better between him and Joe Thomas. And we were pulling up stats left and we're like, Andrew Whitworth held the record for a minute, like longest 
amount or most amount of snaps without giving up a sack, and then Joe Thomas like tied it or got close to it or something like that. We, me and Ted, would always go back and forth on those two. But actually, I thought they were going to bring him out of retirement. Did you see that? Me too. Yeah. Except he had never played what right tackle. He was always a left tackle, or was it the yeah. other way around? Screw that. I don't care. Jonah Williams couldn't hold. They should have just signed jock. him to be a backup. Yeah, but he couldn't. He couldn't hold Whitworth's jock today, and he's what fifteen years younger at least. <clears throat> yeah, probably pretty close. Yeah, he's not very good. No, he's the worst person on the line. And he was, and he was like That's saying a lot to be on a second. bad line. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop. Are you kidding? Can you argue that? Yes, they played really well this year, outside of the first two games. I'm not lying. Look at I, the know, I know. I know. It's like yeah, to get you fired like, up. Like 45 percent of their sacks were in the first two games. <clears throat> I don't know how Burrow's still alive. Because he's a bad son of a bitch. That dude, he's just incredible. They did a feature on him today on ESPN about how he holds the ball with two hands. That's how you know you get sacked a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, man. What's your number three? Hey, I just need him to hit 255 and a half tonight. What's your number three? Freaking Nick Chubb. Nicholas Chubb. Stud. Stud. No. Just beast. Awesome player. Makes the Browns relevant through all of the nonsense. Just gets up and plays the game. Doesn't wear sleeves. Doesn't wear gloves half the time. Just an absolute dog. I already told Skinny this. He's one Brown that I don't like. I I enjoy watching him play unless he's playing the Bengals. He's easy to root for. How can you not like him? Yeah, he don't like – he doesn't put his name out there and, like, get in arguments with people or say I'm going to – like, there's no crap – like, shit talking. Yeah. I would argue the Browns would have won more games had they just, you know, given him the ball. Oh, I think a lot Gosh. of people would argue that. Yeah. Seriously. And my fantasy team as well would have won more games had they just given him an <clears throat> ESPN. Who won the league that you were in? I'm not sure. I'm just the co-drafter with Ben. He manages the day-to-day operations. You don't know who won the league? <laughs> no. Oh, I did. Boo. Boo. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, thanks to Joe Burrow. That league's overrated. You're right. You know what? Brandon, if you're listening to this, we need a new guy. Skinny, who you got for three? My number three, Marvin Harrison. Stud. Just smooth. Stud. I mean, his, you know, his boy's right there with him. Mm-hmm. His boy's going to be special, man. Like, that dude's unreal. Those Colts teams are so good. Yeah. They him were and, him and Reggie Wayne and Edron and Peyton. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like those I early, was a Colts fan at one point just because of them. Those early years of them all being together, my dad was – big in a fantasy at the time so I, I, I hadn't really started playing much so I'd always cheer, cheer on my dad's team and he always had Peyton and Marvin Harrison and I remember they were down like 20 some points one time and my dad needed like 50 points out of Peyton and Marvin and he got like 56 and my dad was sleeping but I was going nuts I was like 12 <laughs> so. Randy you got another one who you got Paul Warfield Paul Warfield you guys probably don't remember were we alive? He didn't get a college at Florida State, did he? Maybe he did. Google that, Skinny. Paul, can you spell it for us, Randy? <laughs> 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 All right, on to my number two. Chad Ochocinco, baby. Nothing needs to be said. That no. dude is awesome. Awesome. That dude's awesome. Like I watch his tick or his Twitter all the time. He's always like, he will go to a restaurant and he'll tip like 
hundred and seventy six dollars and they'll put this is how many yards I had against such and such team on this date or whatever and he's always going out and tipping crazy amounts of people he goes and hangs out with Bengals fans all the time when he's in town like just great dude I remember the list the list he had in his locker oh yeah that was awesome I always talk he backed up a lot of his crap talking I love the thing that him and Ray Lewis would always be going out and like you're going to die. Ray Lewis, <laughs> he's already killed one person. You could be number two. Very easily. Yeah. And he's like half the size of him, too. So That's one number two. Who you got, Mike? Joe Thomas. I don't think a lot needs to be said on that one either. Oh, just never heard of her. Just an absolute <laughs> stud. Never came out. Never came <clears throat> out. Awesome. And that's saying something for playing for the Browns. Never wanting to come out because, you know, he was in a lot of tail weapons. Yeah, he's, he's another Brown that I, I always like to watch do well. He was he played the game the right way. Right. What a dirty player and he protected the quarterback better than majority of tackles of all time. Yep. Alright, Skinny. Peyton. Peyton, man. number two. I'm absolutely shocked that I haven't seen I mean, maybe you got a Brown waiting in the wings, but you haven't called a Brown yet, have you? Mm-hmm. There's not many to so, choose from. <laughs> lifetime of Mike took two of them. Mike took two of the five. Not many to choose from. Randy picked one of them, too. I've got some for my honorable mention. Is he around, too? He's, what was the question for him? What were you guys asking? His college. Was it Florida State? Ohio State. Yeah. I said Florida State, and he said, yeah. And what, what year was that? Uh, well, he got drafted in 1964. That's probably why I have no idea who that is. He's from Warren Harding. He went to Warren G. Harding High School. Nice. Yeah. Well, I apologize, Paul Warfield. All right, Randy, you got another one for us? Mad. Leroy Kelly. Leroy Kelly? Yeah. Running back for the Cleveland Browns. Running back? I know who your number one is. I bet I'll guess it. Johnny Manziel. Can anybody, yeah. <laughs> Can anybody guess my number one? Joe Burrow. Hell yes. Oh, jeez. Joey Franchise, Joe Burr, <coughs> Joe Shiesty, my number one favorite NFL player in three short seasons is definitely Joe Burrow. I, I love have, the way the guy. I hope they break his leg. I love the way the guy carries himself. Like, he's just a bona fide winner, man. He'll jump into my top five if he goes for 256 today <laughs> and the Bengals win by three. If you guys are, sure, if you guys are curious. Mike has money on the bankers. <laughs> oh, I've right. got a lot of confidence in your team tonight, Willie. I do too, and that's honestly when I have more confidence in them, that's where I get a little bit more scared. Yeah. So there's there's absolutely no reason they shouldn't win by like thirteen to fourteen, but it'll come down the last second. I I got a feeling on that one. All right, Joshua, number one. Oh, my oh I'm sorry. skipping Sam, man. I got so excited wow. about Burrow. Well. <laughs> My number is one, my my number one is Michael Vick. All right, he he was just That's why I to such an absolute. We're talking stud. about betting still, right? Yeah. Dog fights and whatnot. <laughs> Wait, are we putting money on. Have you, you guys, money have on? you guys seen the documentary on it? <laughs> uh-huh. It is. So we have sports history class. We watch it every year. It is phenomenal. Like just. What he did in his life, like besides the the bad stuff, like <laughs> where, no, where, where he came from is awesome, and what he you know, just a freak athlete. He Seriously. was like the first running quarterback. So when I was eleven years old, 
Old I thought that was like baby. the coolest thing yeah, ever. Absolutely. A quarterback running around. He was also the most unstoppable Madden player of all time. Is <laughs> that Madden 2004? Yeah. The one he's on the cover, yeah. he's got like 97 speeds as a quarterback. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Me and Bert used to play all the time, and he would just run around with him and he'd beat me by like 50 every It'd time. It'd be like having Bay Jackson <laughs> and Tech Miss Super Bowl. You just run back and forth until you wear the team out and you just score. Yeah, but and then I got his rookie card, and I thought that was like the coolest thing ever. So Mike Vick. Did you get, his, did you get his mugshot card? No. <laughs> sure, that's going for some money. All right, Joshua, who you got for number one? My number one is Joe Thomas. I mean, come on. come on. He's is he the greatest Brown of all time? Oh no, nah. he's number two, in my opinion. Yeah, you can't. Because number one, number I think three. is number Jim one. Brown. I think is Randy's number one. Jim Brown. Yep. yep. Who who would you have ahead of him? Other than Jim Brown. Otto. Otto. You gotta quit making names up, Randy. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's hitting our demographic right now. I actually had two. Older group, if you're out there, chime in. I, I was <laughs> looking up some. Uh, Aussie Newsom. They're crazy up there. I was looking up some Joe Thomas stuff earlier, and it's just insane. Like, his career record was 48 and 128 with no playoff appearances, yet he still had the 10,363 consecutive snaps. That's insane. The Cal Ripken. My goodness. What game was it that he finally came out? Do you know? I feel like oh. me and Micah were there. It's probably against the Bengals. No, I think it was against the Titans in like an overtime game, and I think me and Micah were there. Can't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna run down some uh, my honorable mention list real quick. Got Larry Fitzgerald. You got any honorable mentions? Rattle some off. I'll go with Larry Fitzgerald. Who you got? Rudy Johnson. Bang Rudy. Just Number that 32. was like that was like the the time of Dang me really Rudy. starting to get into watching the NFL and we the will welcome you back. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't. I'm too far in. You're I'm too far. Too far in. You went to a Bengals game this year. It was amazing. We tailgate, we tailgated under the highway at the Bengals <laughs> game. It was awesome. We were like 13 rows off the field. There's a guy but named uh, Bengals. I just Jim. love the thought of the Browns being good someday, and maybe for one more day, than one year. It's gonna happen. There's a guy like I think his name's Bengal Jim. There's like the greatest tailgate every week. Really? He was the Bengals. Um, like each team had a Super Bowl super fan or something like that last year, and he was the Bengals fan. The Murphy family throws a good tailgate too. Shout out to them. That's who I was there with. Oh, the Murphy family. All right. So I was there with my college roommate, and his best friend from high school was the Murphy family. Okay. Was it? Was it J Dub? Jadab was there, yeah. Jadab, Dom, and then Kyle Raleigh, the we- I seen, I seen the, Raleigh, the weatherman. Yeah, I seen Raleigh. That's there. who we were down there staying with. Oh, nice. Yeah, shout to Jadab. I seen he just got into the Hall of Fame for yeah. Watkins. Yeah, pitching machine. Dude is unreal. Has a school record for K's twice. Well, I don't think Robbie Howe cares because he took a beat. <laughs> I saw that. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I put the meme up there with uh, Coach Kent Murphy, gone forever, Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> okay, you got an honorable mention for me? Uh, I've got... I was going to say Nick Chubb, but he's already said Nick Chubb. You can so. say it. 
Nah. He this doesn't is your list, This is your I'm list, I'm not going to waste it. it was, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Josh Cribbs. Okay. He was fun to watch. You got some honorable mentions? You don't don't have to all be Browns play, players. Play Matthews. I'm a Browns fan. should be in the Hall of Fame. Yep. All right. I got Travis Kelsey. Ooh. I, I think that dude's going to get on easily as the number one tight end of all time when, when he's done. Yes. He's already caught Gronk in, like, everything but touchdowns. And he's still every bit of five or six years left. Yeah. He's a beast at fantasy football. That he is. He went number one overall in our league. Well, because of yeah, because of the shenanigans keepers. of the league. Ain't no shenanigans. I'm just winning, bud. I'm just a, I'm just a proven winner. That's why I changed my name to Burrows Before Hose. Wow. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, we got any more honorable mentions? Yeah, I got two more. Okay. Both Bengals. All right, give me one. Next me one next is one. Chad Johnson. My cousin actually got me a Chad Johnson signed jersey. For Christmas one year, nice. it's got the like certificate and stuff, the and it's CIA. got it's got pictures of him signing it. That's awesome. Yeah. So is that a Chad Johnson jersey or a Chad Chad jersey? Johnson? Okay. When he was still good. <laughs> Before he went to the Patriots and Dolphins. Yeah. <coughs> what do you got for us, Joshua? Dion. Prime time. Coach Prime. You gotta go with him. Coach Prime, Prime time. I mean, come on. I almost put him on mine, but I figured somebody was going to cover that, so I was going to. I got a couple others. What else you got for us? Patrick here? Mahomes. Oh. Patrick Mahomes. His brother just ruins everything. Old Jackson. Me. Yeah. He had to have gotten a, a stern talking to because he hasn't done anything this year. Patrick Mahomes had to give him a nice little. Rip Speaking of good fantasy that. names, my brother-in-law had Patrick Mahomes, and his team name was Patrick and the Mahomies. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. His team sucked. So. That's probably my favorite. <laughs> How can it suck to have Mahomes? Like that's, that gives you an edge every week. Everybody else is dog. Giants dog are 14-7. Yeah. I, just, I picked Vikings are like minus 20 on point differential this year. Yeah, and they've, they've won, what, 11 or 12 games? In yeah. Four games? And 10 of them are by one score. That's like 11 last I seen. So maybe it's 11, not 12. It's a ticking time bomb. Am I up? Am I up now? For another one? Yeah. Terrell Owens. It is a travesty that that guy's not in the Hall of Fame. He is like number three. He is. He's in number three in like every statistical category for wide receiver. At least he's top three, I think, in like every statistical wide receiver category. He's he is not in the in Hall of Fame. Because of his personality. Huh? No, he's in. He just didn't go to his ceremony, I thought. No. I'm, I'm I think he positive. got in. I'm almost positive he's not in. Google that shit. Give me your next honorable mention first. <laughs> TJ Hushmanzada. Who's your mama? Also have his jersey. I have an Oregon State TJ Hushmanzada jersey. Nice. Didn't, didn't I have they, no did, idea where that came from, but I have it. Didn't they play together there? Him <laughs> yeah. and Dad? I thought yeah. so. That's some good wide receivers there. Yeah. All right, Josh. I got Mike Allstott. Oh. He was always fun to watch. Fullback like slash running back for the Buccaneers. Like a bowling ball. You didn't get in that dude's way, or you got hurt. Yeah. Terrell Owens is in the Hall of Fame. Are you sure? <laughs> Unless ProFootballReference.com is lying to me. No, they're so don't dumb. Don't trust them. They're so dumb. 1,078 receptions. That's insane. Yes. I don't believe it. <laughs> I know you're going to hate this one. But he's a great guy. Does a lot. Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Terry Bradshaw. I don't mind. He don't bother me. 
Randy, have you ever seen Failure to Launch? <laughs> <laughs> He's phenomenal in that film. He's the dad in the film. It's a great film. Terry Bradshaw don't bother me. I mean, yeah, he's a stealer, but I love that like his statistical stuff is pretty bad. I think he has more interceptions and touchdowns for a four for a four time Super Bowl quarterback. Yeah, yeah, but he won the Super Bowl four times. The Duck Dynasty guy would have liked football more than duck calls. He would have never been a thing. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that just popped in my mind. That's crazy. (laughs) You were. Slew of worthless information. I like it. I sound like Jason. He tells me that a lot. Well, he's not wrong. No, he, it's absolutely no, true. Jason I don't know what I'm going to do with all this, so I'm just going to get it all out on this podcast. Okay. <laughs> all right. I got. Uh, who are we up to? No, it's up back yep. to me. I got. I'll do my last two because I think you're out, right? You're out of honorable mentions. Yeah. My last two are both defensive players, both safeties. The Honey Badger, Tyrant Matthew takes what he wants. Takes what he wants. And this one, it, just like it hurt to put Paul Molly on yours, this one hurt to put on mine, but Ed Reed. Oh, I got him too. That dude was, he was fun to watch. And I, I hate to say it, but that dude was a beast. Do you see he just got hired at uh, Bethune-Cookman? To be the head coach? Yeah. So they're going to be sweet. He's going to be the next coach Dion. prime. Yeah. yeah. Be coming to a Big 12 school near you soon. <laughs> <laughs> Is there another honorable mention? You got one off the top of your head? I know you didn't write it. Oh, man. Um, Give me some more bangles. You had more bangles than Browns. I on know. List. I know. Um, no, all the, all the people, Dillon. all the like Browns I liked were trash. <laughs> <laughs> so I would invest heavily in people's rookie cards. Like I have a, like five William Green rookie cards, and I don't know what to do with them. <laughs> Just hang on to them. Thought Tim Couch. I have the I have oh, the Tim God. Couch Sports Illustrated with him and Achilles Smith on the cover, oh, and it was when the Browns came back. Achilles Smith was so, so Tim bad. Couch was going to be. I thought he was like my first favorite player. I still have Tim Couch bobblehead from when they first came back when we went up to see him. Yeah. They played the Colts. Dude, Achilles Smith was so bad. Yes, I was just looking at Bengals stats from those years a couple days ago. It hurt so much to watch. They We're like back, seem- they like seamlessly went from him to Carson Palmer because I think he was on the roster the year before. Was he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah would you knock that shit off? <laughs> I'm talking about the Bengals. No I figured more, you would no be more into Carson, this. No more Carson Palmer will be allowed on this podcast tonight. Oh. We can go back to the Bengals of the '90s. There were some fun Bengals to watch, even though even though how about like you know how it is being a Browns fan, like how oh. bad it was. The Browns next year are going to win the Super Bowl. Next year's if, our year. If people on our defense decide to try. <laughs> Speaking like a true Cleveland fan. I was so happy when they said Jadavion Clowney's probably not coming back. I would text Jason every weekend and be like, look at this play. Like, he's not trying. He makes like $10 million a year, and he's just watching someone push the pile. Him and John Johnson. Skinny, what you got left for us? Uh, I've got, I had Ed Reed. I'm going to go with... Uh, this one guy, just because I love hearing Dad say it on Sundays. Talkie talkie. Talkie talkie. Talkie But then I also have uh, Miles Garrett. Mostly. I'm surprised I didn't get on your list. <clears throat> mostly for the fact that, like, who doesn't want to hit a Steelers player with in the helmet. head with a helmet? Like, come on. I do. You know they all want to. 
He just, he just did it. He did what everybody else was not exactly. willing to do. Do you guys remember where you were when that happened? I remember exactly where I was. I was on my couch just watching. I was at uh, the old bag of nails with Luke Radiball. <laughs> <laughs> fun fact. <laughs> I got a fun fact here in a little bit. I got one more. One more from Brian Sype. Brian Sype. Who did he play for? Did you have anybody on there that wasn't a Cleveland player? Kenny Anderson. Oh, Kenny Anderson. I'm sorry. And Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> what about Icky Woods? Stud. James Brooks. Boomer Esiason. We I can talk about Bengals players. Boomer. Kenny Anderson. Do you want to talk about Carson? Three Palmer? times better than. No. no. All right. Kenny Anderson was three times better than Esiason. Three Five. times. Oh yeah. Maybe twice. I don't know about three times. Twice. Maybe twice. (laughs) Who is better, Andy Dalton or Carson Palmer? Carson Palmer. (laughs) It's hard to argue. It's hard to argue against Andy though because he took him to the playoffs his first six years of his career. Right. What did he do with those playoff appearances? He didn't give up forty points three times. His defense did. (laughs) Or someone like. I mean, the quarterback always gets the blame. Or their defense went off the rails. They played the Texans like what three of those times. should have beat them over. Was that Malaluga? Yeah. No, 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 you're talking about Perfect. Yeah, Perfect. Uh, Dude, I remember, so Bentley, I can't remember how old she was, but we were watching the game, and right before Jeremy Hill fumbled that ball, I picked her up, and I'm like shaking her, like, we're going to finally beat the Steelers and in the playoffs. <laughs> so I'm shaking her, and she's like laughing. She's loving it. And then the next play, Jeremy Hill fumbles it, and I'm like, Mercedes, you better come get Bentley. <laughs> I'm she didn't have her like up here and drop her. I'm going <laughs> to shake her violently because I am so mad right now. Golly, I what's am, that I been already? Like five, five or six years ago? Has it been longer than that? Uh, well, she's getting ready to turn nine. I think it's probably about seven years ago. Yeah. I think she was like one or two. I remember that happening because they were kind of up bait, weren't they? They were what? Weren't they up? They, like they, a, they were. Getting ready to make like a two touchdown game or something. If they would have kicked a field goal, it would have sent the game out of reach. Or if they would have got another first down, it would kick. And they were at the Pittsburgh, like twenty five ish. So they were already in field goal range. All they had to do was not turn the ball over. I still say he was down, but this is opening up some old wounds. Right. I kind of love it. No, I remember that we got we got got Joe Shiesty, baby. Just got to win tonight and throw for two fifty six. Yes. And win by at least three. Win by at least I, the I Dolphins think. covered plus eleven, which really puts That's me in a shocking. nice, nice spot. Jason told me I was crazy yesterday. I'm shocked. So did Dom. I would have told you you were crazy like three hours ago because yeah, I know when it was seventeen to nothing. <laughs> yeah, all I was thinking about was Devin Singletary getting a touchdown, but he did not. So yeah, Dick screwed me all that. I had a parlay going. Oh my god, the Giants are about to go up two touchdowns. Dang, I did not expect that. I stayed away from that one other well, than it is, other than Justin Jefferson. It is wild card weekend. Wild things are going to happen. They'll go up big, and then the Vikings will come back based on what we've seen. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, right. as Jeff Saturday can attest, 33 points is not enough. So how much is enough to have against that team? I don't know. Because Jeff – that's the thing – one of the things I love about Justin Jefferson, too, is like he's a big-time mimic type of player. That catch he had was like fourth and 14 or something like that. Unreal. So that wraps up our NFL talk. Um, 
Well, you got your point, not me. Well, I think it was last week <laughs> at lunch or first break. You told me to write down Dion Sanders. You had something to talk about. Oh, I don't nice. remember what. I actually I forgot. But about I that. wrote it down. Coach I Prime. Saw, no, I saw I saw an interview <laughs> that he did with was it McAfee? It it was recently. He was in his you know Colorado get up and he was talking about how he loved playing for Cincinnati and like the city was great this and that and he wanted to play for the Bengals too and they tried to like get it set up and Cincinnati did not call him back. Oh my. And like at that point in time he was probably a top five NFL player. And, and they were they were trash then. Yeah and he says he wants to play for you. Why would you not throw something at him? They're play stupid. They were tanking. The past is the past, all right? <laughs> the Bengals are the defending AFC champions. And uh, all is well. All is well with Joe Shiesty and uh, Joe Mixon and Jamar Chase and all the boys. You, you guys want to keep talking about them? We're done. About We're the Bengals? We're done yeah, with the we Bengals. Can. I'm good. Or we talk <laughs> about Carson Palmer some more. Yeah. And his time. Do you know he won the Heisman? <laughs> did he really? Yeah. You know who else did? Joe Burrow. Yeah. Great yeah. Bengals quarterbacks. You, no. He wasn't. <laughs> Palmer never won a playoff game for him, so he can suck it. Oh man! He probably would have won. He would have won the year that the dude fell on his knee. Kimo Van Olhoff and I. Yeah. Shut up! Sorry. <laughs> I'll never forget that. Actually, that was like a 66-yard completion on that play. I think it went to Chris Henry. The what's, year before he died. What's Chris Henry? R.I.P. Yeah, what's he, he up to these days? Uh, he's down not, to stuff. Not catching passes. He's not, not catching a whole lot of anything. <laughs> He died on a, what was that like? He was in a truck. Was, he was in a truck and like, like in the back and like, yeah, he fell out, I yeah. think. Yeah. That's horrible. That was crazy. That's another reason the Bengals kind of folded in the early 2000s. Yeah, because he was like a young, he was a like as a number three, he was awesome. <clears throat> he was a stud. All right, so still got the uh, playoff weekend. We still got later tonight the Bengals Ravens and then tomorrow the Cowboys and Buccaneers. I played a crazy little bet on that one that each team will kick a field goal and score a touchdown in each half. Mm. Pays, off, pays off pretty nicely, too. Well, you got, you got Zeke Elliott for an anytime touchdown score on that. I got Zeke for touchdown, Zeke for 55 yards rushing, and then C.D. Lamb for 80 receiving. CD, so I did like a six-team. I picked one player from each game this weekend and picked a touchdown score. And I thought for sure, the one that I was questioning was T. Higgins, but I, I thought for sure I was going to get it because I got the first two was Eckler and, uh, oh, who was the second game? The Niners game. McCaffrey? McCaffrey. I got I had McCaffrey too. And then I picked Diggs, which I thought for sure. He had like 130 yards today. I figured for sure he'd get in. And then I picked Jefferson, Lamb, and Higgins. I thought it would be a nice little payout, but. Didn't work out. I think the Niners might win the Super Bowl. They're good. Well, if they play the Bengals, they will not. The Except Bengals, they got the, Brock Purdy's not that good, but the Bengals are they're the good. Niners. They they're zero two against them in the Super Bowl. You ready for uh, dad joke of the week? Yes. All right. Who was the builder of King Arthur's Round Table? It's an old one. Should be should be able to get it. I don't know. Circumference. Uh, <laughs> I don't get it. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get he didn't get you to play school. That's right. Well, we sucked at sports too, so 
Um, I'm actually meant to do this fun fact first, so I'm going to do that real quick too. The first player, did you know this? The first player to catch a pass from Brett Favre was Brett Favre. He threw a pass. Got, ball. Yeah, he caught it. And I, he lost a yard on it, and he did it again uh, 2009. The only player to catch a pass after 40 other than Barry Rice. <laughs> no kidding. Brett Favre. Favre. It's like that. What's that? That, that actor, John Favreau. I don't know who that is. He's like Iron Man's uh, butler in the Marvel movies. Speaking of rom-coms, Brett Favre is in There's Something About Mary. Great film. (laughs) (laughs) You are a useless information. He's he's Brett. (laughs) Are you kidding me? That is a phenomenal film. That is. If you well, haven't seen that in a while, a me and Lydia watched that a couple weeks ago, and I was yeah. it was like nine thirty at night, and I was laying in bed cracking up. Right, good babes. <laughs> so who you got for tonight? Honest opinion. Oh, Bengals. Bye. Give me a score yeah. prediction. Thirty-eight. 17. I like where this is going. 21 point win. All right. Skinny. I was thinking somewhere similar. Okay. Like 34. I, I don't know if they'll even score 14 with. Without Jackson or <laughs> yeah. Huntley. Huntley's playing, isn't he? I thought he was hurt. I, He's been hurt, but he was practicing all week. I th- I he's thought, like a yeah, Pro Bowl. I, thought I read he that he like, didn't practice this week. Yeah, I saw he's a Pro Bowl alternate. Yeah, he's a Pro Bowl so alternate. That's garbage. <laughs> I thought he had tendonitis or something going on in his shoulder, and I thought he wasn't going to play. I thought he was playing. If they have Anthony Brown. you going to change your score? No, but <laughs> something weird will happen. Andy, who you got tonight? 31-28 to 28 Bengals. Oh, oh he likes a close game. Close. I'm calling it 34-20 Bengals. I don't think they're going to score that much. I don't I'm, I was being generous. I, I was. Think. Yeah. Very generous. What'd you call it? 34-14. Well, they got Justin Tucker, so if they get on the other side of the 50. It might be 10. It could come 34, down 10. Justin if they If they get the other side of the 50, Justin Tucker's always got a chance. Yeah. That dude's unreal. Yeah. And honestly, like I felt like Evan McPherson was well on his way to being like Tucker. And he had a, a really down year after that. Crazy playoffs he had yeah, last year. It's stupid. I I picked him up for fantasy fairly early, and I mean he still did well. He, he didn't just, do that well. He missed a lot of stupid ones. Stupid. Yeah. I thought the Browns kicker was going to be like him this year when he drilled that game winner in week one, and then the next and week we lost because we missed a PAT. Yeah. 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 Oh, stupid. Man. I was actually saying it's like something the most Browns chat, thing. You can are you in, you're in that, aren't you? The fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. All the crazy names. I made sure to take the uh, screenshots of. I think it was Nate talking about how great he was going to be. I'm like, do you guys want to revisit this after he's lost a couple of games for you? The Browns lost so many games they shouldn't have. It's just we do that every freaking. I know, game. but like this year they were actually like thought to be good. Fun Normally fact. it happens when we know they're going to suck. <laughs> right. Fun fact: they're the only team the Bengals lost to by more than three points. They're the last team the last Bengals team to lost Bengals. to, right? Yeah. Bengals are hot. Eight straight would have been nine if we'd have played that game out. Yeah, we had we had wow. everything the Bills wanted wow. that week. That's what you're worried about. Yeah, because they went down and drove on or scored on the first drive, right? They were on their way. They were on the other side of the fifty, yeah. getting ready to go up fourteen three. 
That was, they went that, was that whole thing was so crazy. That yeah. I, we talked about that. I could not like insane. Just I felt so, I felt so bad for the people on ESPN. Like they should have they been like we're gonna like them. we're gonna cut to the Rose Bowl or something. Right. Put on yeah. You gotta. Have Those people did really them. good for having no info and just being like th- like, like that. Be this guy just what do you, die? What do you want us to talk about in front of us? Yeah, on TV. That would be like me coming here tonight and you being like, hey, by the way, name your top five players. And then me just having to pull something out of my butt. And those people did pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I was impressed. But I could not believe, like, yeah, cut to them for three, four minutes. Let them talk about the situation for a second. They're not going to have anything else to say after that. Put on, like, your top ten, your, like, nightly, your nightly rolling, you know, whatever. Anything. I mean, the Rose Bowl was right before it. They could have just said, hey, we're going to replay this till we come back and know what the heck is going on. Yeah, ESPN dropped the ball on that one. That's pretty bad. My buddies yep. were that a couple of those guys were at the game, and they said people inside the stadium, like, because you can't really get cell service when you got 70,000 people. So right. they didn't know what was going on. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, he went, I think, uh, yesterday was the first day he went back to, like, the Bills facility. Yeah. So, I mean, great to see him up and yes, awesome. On the mend. I don't. I wouldn't say healthy because I don't know what he's dealing with. But well, they said he was like passing all of his tests. Yep. Really good. Hey, is there any chance he's plays football again? Like I don't know how. I wouldn't rule it out. I mean, he is I don't know. Physical. I don't I mean, know. He's, how, he's a physical freak. I mean, he's they if all he are. gets and it if was he gets just a freak accident. If he gets clearance. He'll play again, but I think with what happened and the response, he could probably do a lot of good. Just if he didn't, like if he yeah. didn't, he still can do a lot with like his charity <clears throat> now is taken off. Right. So I guess that being said, too, like, does he want to play again? Right. I, What's I mean? I, I don't know how you could. That's another tally. With that being said, <laughs> <laughs> I hate everybody. Like, why do this podcast? <laughs> I'm just, that was that was a little too far. <laughs> Josh is that. very upset. You ready? You ready for this? Give the fans what they've been waiting for. And now the Randy Wisner word of the week is. Let's hear it. I feel like Randy Wisner's sitting here. He needs uh, to say it. Yeah. He says no. <laughs> All right. Stage right. Poosh. Poosh. I like it. <laughs> All right. Um, can you please give me the definition? To press against with force. Give me. Can, can I? Can I? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what that meant at first, and now I can hear it in my head from seasons past. I made the boys do push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> I got a video of them push-ups. All right. Um, poosh. P-O-O-S-H. Poosh. Nailed it. Poosh. We need, you know what? We need to like have some... You got a trophy guy, don't you? Uh, we should have a yeah. trophy down here and just start putting the Randy Wizard Award of the Week. So I'll just... I mean, Man. it wouldn't be necessarily a trophy, it'd be like a plaque. Yeah. Hanging up. There's just the... endless content if Randy's around. Yeah. I love it. 
Yeah, you had a good word, a different word this week. I, and did. I can't wait to bring it next week. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right, you ready? What you ready to do a couple quotes? We can, yeah. Let's do a couple. Quotes. I wrote two down. Again. Two down. Yeah. All right, I wrote one. I'll just do my one. Do, you, do your first one. I'll do mine. Then you do your second one. Do your. <laughs> do your. Do your other first one. First. End with my the, other first one first. End with the funny one. Yeah. End with the serious one. End with the funny one. Okay. So having a soft heart in a cruel world is courage, not weakness. True that. That's a good one. You got any cool quotes for us, Mike? Words of wisdom. Oh man, good? I got lots. Well, I got it. Words of wisdom. He doesn't have those. Do you want to read yeah. this one? We could li- we could let him read it. You want to read off Josh's other one? I better take a look at this. <laughs> Maybe I should just read it. <laughs> All right, I'll do, I'll do mine real quick. I'll do mine real quick. All right. The only impossible journey is the one you never begin. Tony Robbins. Nice. You ready? Let her rip, Tater Trip. All right. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even start while laughing. Loyalty is what makes us trust. Trust is what makes us stay. Staying is what makes us love. <laughs> and love is what gives us hope. Oh my. That one was that one was for you. We Oh jeez. <laughs> oh. What? That was awful kind. <laughs> We're all wearing our Willie Utica gear down it. here. Willie don't get it. <laughs> what is it? Look at him. He still don't get it. I'm you guys look good in that gear. We do. That's whoever designed. Seriously, like whoever designed that stuff must have known what they were Did doing. You design that? Yeah. That's like this is probably my favorite hoodie. I love New Air. I love the Evo Shield jackets. Those are my, probably my favorite ones. Evo Shield has the best jackets. Those were so sweet. They got some of the. I love their hats too. I wish we would have got some of their hats. Yeah, the charcoal gray one is pretty sweet too. We always did rolling stuff until the last couple of years. I, I mean, I like my rollings ones. Like, yeah. nothing wrong with it, but the Evo shit. The, the, just the material on those. Next is, level. Yeah. I mean, I wish you would have got us pockets, but. Yeah. And those hoodies, wow. those were all supposed to be gray. I like the but, black uh, yeah. a lot better. I think that was during, like, COVID, and they didn't have, yeah. like, nobody could get stock <clears throat> of stuff. So they had one that just said, like, Redskins, and I was like, I'm going to get those for baseball. Sweet. I always thought our staff looked pretty good. Yeah, we had good stuff. We had a. I mean, your JV coach was a good-looking dude. Yes, he was. <laughs> Still is. If I'm being honest. Tyler Key. <laughs> Shut up. We we should make that a poll. Do you have a, Do you have an honest dad Twitter? You guys got to make a Twitter, and then you'll get more more following, and you can Facebook. do a poll. Is Coach Willie a good-looking dude? Yes or no? I'm not. I'm not like, <laughs> Let the people speak. Coach Willie, with or without a mustache? Well, I've actually been told I look like Ryan Day, so. I can see it. By people on the Macy page. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's like, hey, looks like Coach Day. Is Ryan Day using a fake name coming on this page? Is <laughs> he <laughs> a second life in Utica? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what he's doing oh, in his spare boy. time. So I can't beat Michigan. <laughs> Ouch! Knock it off, dude. Next year, you're not speaking. If Stroud comes back, 
Do you think Stroud's coming back? Was that Justin Jefferson? Yeah, let's talk yeah. about that. Uh, I think he's fool if he does. Why? I just you realize he can buy insurance for himself, right? I know, but I just think you get this, you me. get a window. And look, I I look at it like Matt Liner came back one too many times, and yeah. the film got out on Matt Liner, and then he fizzled out. Cardale Jones came back. Cardale sucks. I know, but Cardale <laughs> was a first rounder after that run. Yep. They were going to, because there wasn't enough film. CJ Stroud's got all these flaws that people talk about. If he comes back and doesn't run. Dude, I he, think if he comes And if back he doesn't beat Mich, like the Michigan he, week is going to be intense. Yes. If he comes back, there's going to be so much pressure on him and Ryan Day. I could see I say why just he would. give it a fresh start. Now, if he does, that's great. I want Ohio I, State to win. I could see why he would, though. Yeah. He's got a bad taste in his mouth. Back. Yeah. Look what he did. Who? He's got a Stetson yeah. Benson. Bennett. Bennett. I don't think Stetson Bennett had a whole lot of options. <laughs> he wasn't getting picked in the top five rounds. No. I bet he'll get fifth or sixth round this year. I saw this today. I took He's a screenshot of it. I thought that was just hilarious. I saw that too. I sent that out. <laughs> Rock Birdie reminds me of a younger Stetson Bennett. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I could see why CJ would want to come back. I mean, if you know, like, you of all people know stuff about how, how it is in a brotherhood, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, I just I just think you have, like, a window of playing professional sports, and you want to get to that second contract as fast as possible because that's when you get paid. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's going to go make, as a rookie, more than even what Ohio State's offering. No. Rookies don't make that money. Yeah, but with the signing bonus, I thought the first-rounders get, like, a big signing bonus. They get a decent sign. They don't get... I, if, I thought I heard the rumored NIL for him was, like, 16 to 17. Jeez. Well, I, mean, I could be wrong. That's crazy. See, I, that's... Uh, yesterday I heard 10, so no that's one no one knows. Even 10 is still right. more than a signing bonus in but the NFL. But you're taking another year away from getting that second contract. Yeah, but you get your chance to get your freaking... Bad taste out of your mouth and losing to Michigan twice. Chance to win a national title. I mean, everybody's coming you back. You suck, Shane. Everybody's coming back. That's that not that's that's worth yeah for anything except for a couple of linemen, which would be nice if they stayed. But I understand. Right. Jawan leaving, and then uh, who's the other guy that's leaving? Paris Johnson. Yeah, I mean, I understand completely. I thought after I saw Paris Johnson's Facebook post about the Ohio State Brotherhood and this, and I thought. He might stay. Oh, that video was awesome. Oh, I went and watched the, that. Yeah, the, I went the, and watched like, it right What was it, the 2017? Penn State. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I went and watched sitting that. in my living room. As soon as I read that Watching article. that one, too. I, I, think was, I think I was at Brandon's house for that one. I was with Micah and Jason and Jason's wife. Is that just, like, your life? You just remember where yeah. you were at for certain moments? I just have these, like, <laughs> things that just pop into my mind. Where it's amazing. When, where were you when the world stopped turning? I was September in uh, fifth grade at St. Francis de Sales School in Miss Elwell's class. Okay. Nice. I was in seventh grade English. So, seventh Shrain. grade study hall with Miss Stout. She passed away too, didn't she? I think so. Did she? Or am I thinking? Yeah. I think she did. Yeah. Man. Six years later, I came to Utica. Took you that long. Yeah. Why'd you come to Utica? What What was the deciding factor there? 
a whole bunch of stuff. Just needed a fresh start. It was awesome, though. All right, we'll talk after the podcast. <laughs> I enjoyed it. We were really good at baseball for two years. Yeah, did you you played a state title game, didn't you? Yeah, won a state title at New York Catholic, and then lost state title my sophomore year. Always good to watch them lose. <laughs> did you not? Was your NIL deal with them not big enough? Is that why? You yeah, back to you? yeah. <laughs> I said, "Who's this dude that there's like 77? We need to get him some money." <laughs> You're laughing, but I'm saying. Now you're moving on. How's it going? Really good. Really good. It's uh, different, but but good. And I'm enjoying it. Good. What, uh, we'll definitely miss you around here. We, The community misses you big time. What's uh, What's been the biggest change for you so far? Um, I think... Not being in the school has been, like, the hardest thing. Like, I'm used to just seeing all the kids I'm around all day, seeing them outside of baseball. Well, you build those relationships. I I really enjoy that. I enjoy having, you know, being there when a kid has something bad go wrong in their life and just being there for them at school. Right. Um, Seeing the guys right after school in that time kind of leading up. Like, I go over there and we got to get kind of rolling right away. Yeah, you don't I, I really time. enjoyed that time of when we would meet for the weight room. We would just meet, you know, me, Randy, Don, in my classroom, and the kids would just hang out for a few minutes. We'd ask them about their day, things like that. So we'll we'll get there. That's uh, that's just one of those things I really enjoy. I like coaching because of the relationships. Right. Yeah, I think that was always one of your better qualities. Uh, you related well to the kids, and, and being in the school was a huge part of that. Right. So. Right, just seeing them, being able to stay on them. Like, I was very proud of our team GPA, and that was yeah. uh, two years straight, right? Yeah, two years straight of the ABCA award um, for GP, team GPA. We had what forty one in the program last year, and our team GPA as a as a group was over three point But that took that took a lot of hard work. I mean, we <laughs> made every kid go around and get papers signed, and right, and you can do that kind of thing when you're in class or in school, right. With that being said, <laughs> tally that one son of tally. a bitch. What, uh, what kind of words of advice do you have for a guy filling your shoes? Oh, I don't know. Just be there for the kids. Bring them energy. That was that was all I, when I talked to Brian about leaving, I just said, just please find someone that's going to be there for the kids. It's going to bring energy. That was what I felt really good about, about our program. We had energy. We were there for the kids wasn't about anybody on the coaching staff. I think we always did a good job of making it about the kids. Absolutely. So that was always my goal. I, I've i always said my time has come and gone. When I played, we had a great run, and I got to play in college, but now it's about giving back to the kids, and that's what drove me every day. Absolutely. I think one thing that can't be said about you is that you didn't pour your heart and soul into, into that program or Seriously. that school or those kids. Um and I don't, I, I don't care who they hire. They're gonna that that was gonna be a very difficult thing to do is find somebody that's gonna have that much drive, that much passion. Um, and you're you're not gonna find another Michael Samian like that. And I guess that was when I, when I started interviewing for the job, I felt like we had put in everything that we had into it. Um, my wife made a ton of sacrifices for it, but I. 
when I resigned, I told the kids, you know, there wasn't a day that I didn't try to make this program better for you. And that's true. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't, we wouldn't have been talking about baseball for two months, but every single day I had some kind of idea. Like I'm very, when I was as a baseball coach, I'm very, very OCD. I, I have a hard time turning it off. Yeah. And I just try to find ways, whether it be, you know, designing a, a t-shirt or finding something for the field or looking up a new workout. I'm trying to find some way to add value. You were the king of, like, starting projects. Yeah. <laughs> you were not the king of finishing. <laughs> uh, you can only do hey, so much. I, that, I, think, I think McCluskey will back me up on that's that That's where uh, Mike Sandman Sr. gets a lot of props. <laughs> he was the king of coming in and finishing what I had started and got him into. So, I mean... Yeah, you, you I didn't. Nah, I didn't say I it. Nah, it. I didn't. You say were it. saying it. You were halfway there. All things considered, <laughs> um, I think it was the playoff. Was it the playoff game when he was working on the batting cages, or was it a different game? Oh, jeez. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. But yeah, the, the, I came up to watch for a couple innings, and I walked over. And I was like, "Hey, Mike, uh, need help for a couple seconds? Like, I, said, I got a couple minutes to help you out." Next thing you know, I'm just all in helping him out, finish the batting cages, and I'm like, huh, whatever. I didn't have anything better to do. So that batting cage, so we didn't have a batting cage when I first started, and we got it, everything donated that first year. And COVID happened, and we had like a metal batting cage, and the weight of the net was too much for the hill for how much the wind blew. And we were up there at a summer tournament. I think Randy might have been there. We were... Sitting there, and this massive storm blows in. And Tore a bunch of signs off the fence. Right? Oh, it, it did a lot of damage. But we were we had to like put people in the green barn, and we're sitting there, and all of a sudden, the wind's blowing, and the metal pipes of the batting cages collapsed. Uh. Just gave in, <laughs> and I was like, like someone by me was laughing. I was like, no, <laughs> I was devastated. But then. <clears throat> So my uncle builds houses, and he's like, oh, I got a perfect thing for you. They're called permacolumns. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's a big concrete block that goes into the ground, and there's three, like, 1x12s that go on it. So we got six of those. We raised the money, and those things have not budged. But my dad built this, like, frame for them, and they have not moved in three awesome. years. And that batting cage is sweet i mean it's got turf down and it's a nice net and it is not going anywhere no that was our first that was our first big project when i came back and before that project got finished um what what other projects did you start (laughs) um well we redid maybe the the halo we redid the dugouts the dugouts the dugouts locker room the dugouts i used to go up (laughs) So we got the concrete donated for inside. It used to be rocks that mm-hmm. people would throw oh, yeah. onto the field, yeah. and they were puke green. <laughs> so um, we got the concrete, and I got all these like posts given to us. So we built like a netting system in front. Yeah, that's really and then nice. I coached football the first year I was back, and I would go up right after school and paint until football practice. <laughs> I borrowed a painting machine from uh, Jake Lindsay, and I painted. Um, and then after that, we got a new section of outfield fence put in. We built bullpens. Um, we moved an old concession stand into a press box. That was pretty cool. And then we redid the backstop. So it used to be like 
chain link fence that was green. Um, we tore all that down. That was me, my dad, my mom, and Mike and Kathy Evans. They, they get a big shout out for that because they painted a lot. So we took everything down. We had the original posts. And we had people donate boards. And, oh, I remember you put and, you got yeah. the little plaques up on there. Yeah, so we, we raised enough money. We bought all the boards. Um, Rocky Tate helped us out a lot with that. And then all those guys painted all those boards. And it's a, I mean, it is a full backstop. And then we got a net. I think I bought it, and it was coming from, like, Great Britain. I mean, it came from somewhere. <laughs> and me and my dad had my uncle's lift up there. And we were zip-tying all of it together and cussing at each other. <laughs> but we got that done. Then I, then we got the idea for the locker room. And the locker room is pretty elite. Really nice. I mean, it is, yeah. I would say it's better than a lot of college locker rooms, really. I mean, like when we went to a couple fields and played these past couple years, we were always comparing it, and it is very, very nice. And shout out, Jason Hoare did all of the wood lockers, custom made if you need any custom woodworking done. Dush did a sweet wrap. Oh, that wrap is sweet. Um, The Unger family helped out a lot. Jeremy Jenkins helped out a ton. Um, we had a lot of different, like, every locker was sponsored. So every locker has an alumni name in it. That's cool. Um, there's a TV in there. There's couches. There's a gigantic beanbag that, like, 12 people can lay on. And we used to have to get changed either at the school or in the parking lot. So that was that was why I wanted to do <laughs> it. It sucked. When, um, when I was sick a couple of years Yeah. Oh, Atherton's did a ton for it, too. Um they did all the finish work inside in our and then so they finished it and drywalled it and then big shout out to my mom during the summer last year my mom came up and helped me paint the whole thing and it was like 150 degrees in oh, there she's a saint yes she was her and my dad were and my wife were probably way more invested in Utica baseball than they ever thought they ever would be you guys put but, a lot of time and effort into the program that's for yeah sure. and they they get all the credit because i would come home with these crazy ideas and my dad my dad i actually got him a key made for the field because he would just go up there and work and he did a great i mean the the transformation of that field probably goes more on him than anybody because he just went up there and worked all did the you time mention the warning track oh yeah the warning track we did that that was that was the last project the batter's eye <coughs> the Oh, yeah, we got pine trees donated by Stouts. Um, The warning track we did, and that one was Jamie McCluskey. He was up there with me the last kind of couple days that we worked on it. Um, We were drilling holes with Brandon Cochran, and it's all clay in the outfield. So we were drilling, and the auger kept getting stuck. (laughs) It was quite the day. (laughs) That's awesome. And then big shout-out, Tyler Osborne, the Legion coach. He finished it all up, so him and his – coaching staff oh yeah well mike um good luck in albany thank you i don't think you're gonna need it um there's not a lot of people that pour their heart and soul into something like you do so i think you're gonna be very successful i don't think anybody questions that so good luck i know hopefully next few years you win a state title sounds like you got some pretty good ball players out there so just Um, don't forget about us little guys when you make it big (laughs) when you need an assistant on your staff when you're coaching the reds someday just Remember, old boy. All right, <laughs> will do. Will do. If anybody out there is listening, come out and watch a new Albany baseball game. But also, 
go watch Utica baseball. We put a lot into that program, and the kids deserve it. The, the coolest thing of my career was when we beat Jonathan Alder in the tournament, and we got to play a district game at home, and there was like 500 people there. Oh, that was, that that, was packed. That and when we played the senior night game there during the COVID year, there, the senior night game when there was people lined up and down 62 because there was nowhere else to go, those were some of the highlights because that was kind of like uh, people saying they liked what we were doing and they were out there supporting the kids, which is the whole point of everything we were doing. So, yeah, just – just because there's a different coach there, go out and support the kids because they're the reason for it all. Is this uh, new coach going to do an alumni turn uh, game like like you did? I sure hope so. What, I can come what? back. I can come back. Shut I owe Willie. I owe Carson Willi- Palmer. I owe Willie a K. Hold on, <laughs> Carson Palmer. What happened in your last <clears throat> at bat in the alumni game, Josh? I don't know. Did you strike out? No. I think you did. Do you remember who struck you out? No, never. Yeah, that, that I got a hit off of Willie, and I couldn't even move my side. <laughs> <laughs> right? Always, I, I struck out you, and was it Ed? Yeah, I think. My, I, it was two people. I can't remember if it was I you and Ed. Or was. How many people did we have at that? There was like forty, one million, forty guys that played in that. Fun. That was fun. That was yeah. a good time. Freaking uh, Walker, Doug. Oh man, he was cracking me up, putting the gear on and getting back air. <laughs> that was a good day. It was fun for I'll, sure. I'll also. Always remember this past season on Macy's birthday, you guys stopped the game so that both teams could yeah, that was awesome. at five fifty five because Connor was was there mm-hmm. playing. I'll never forget that. That was awesome. Yes, that was a very that, cool that moment. Meant a lot. That was a very cool moment. Oh, you're never you're never short of supporting people and I think that's gonna be one of the reasons you're so, you're so successful no matter what you decide to do. Thank you. Um, that, you care uh, about the people as much shit as we like to give you, Mike. You're, you're a great dude. Man. Hey, that's the thing. When uh, when I move on someday, the good Lord's not going to ask me about how many games I won. That's true. He's going to ask me about what I did, and that's something the whole world probably needs to start reflecting on a little more. I agree. Yep. I think you're the very definition of put people first. and uh, Everybody love everybody. Everybody love everybody. Look at the sign. E-L-E. <laughs> for that being said, with the la- for the last time tonight, with that being said, uh, Mike, thanks for coming on. I know uh, we've been trying to get you on here a few different times already, and uh, it finally worked out. He was supposed to be on the first episode. He was. He flaked on us, some, some sort of wedding or something. My wife's cousin got married. Couldn't miss that. Wow. Well, I mean, you could have. You just decided not to come tell on your the wife's cousin. Hey, Tell your wife's cousin I, he said thanks. I love love. <clears throat> I love weddings. <laughs> I think you just love free beer. <laughs> that that's always a perk. <laughs> oh yeah. And the, anybody's and the, getting married. In the words send, of the wise send Harry, us an invite. <laughs> the words of the wise Harry Carey. You made a wise choice, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm Tyler Wilson. Do you remember who you are? Yeah. Am I supposed to say it? I'm, I'm Josh. worried on him. Josh. Oh, oh. I'm Mike Sandman. <laughs> put, a, put a question mark on the teleprompter. Everybody knows that we'll read whatever's on that. Hey, thanks for tuning in, guys. I'm Tyler Wilson. Josh Wisner. Take care of each other, guys. See you later.